Maybe just taking time to either set goals or to, and most importantly, reflect on the goals that you've set in the past. Because so many times in our lives, we want to accomplish mm. things, we write them down, but we hardly ever go back to them to actually sort of yeah, check in with ourselves. Stock. Yeah, we, we never take stock of those, of those goals. We never sort of identify how far are we tracking with them. So it's a good mm. thing to say that in the mornings, I'm not saying do this every single morning. I don't do it every single morning, but it's most definitely at least worked into my morning rituals once a week to reflect back on my goals to say, all right, in this week, what do I want to achieve that will drive me closer towards my new year's resolution or that will drive me closer to my goal? Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT Podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals. What's up everyone, welcome back to the Real Life Tips Podcast. This is episode number 15 and we're so excited for you to join us back again. I am your host, Mono. You're joined by Leon. Woo-wee. Can't believe it. Episode 15. <laughs> Episode 15, Leon. It's been such a long journey. Well, short journey, yeah. but it, it's, it's really, really been great for me uh, up until this point. So I'm really, really stoked that we're still going, that we're still keeping it strong and providing content on an ongoing basis. Yeah, I think I think we've proven a lot of people wrong and I think we've proven ourselves wrong as well. Um, I didn't see us maybe going past maybe a month worth of content. Well, actually, I knew we would probably persevere. Mm. But yeah, still very proud. Um, very proud that we've gotten this far. I think for the ones that have listened from episode one till now, um, you are our true listeners out there. I'm pretty sure you guys have noticed an increase in quality and things like that. And we do really make a huge effort every week to try and make it a little bit better than before because that's pretty much what we're trying to do is to bring you the best content, something that's relatable, something that you have experienced in your life and something that we've experienced and did a bit of digging on to bring you some information to give maybe some insight based on those problems. So tonight we're actually going to tackle something that I think probably speaks to most of our crowd and I'll start it off with a bit of a question towards Manu. Um, just tell me, are you a morning person? Absolutely not, Leon. I don't think I've ever been a morning person. It's been an absolute struggle, something that I've been dealing with for quite some time in my life. And I think if I had to date it back to when it first started, it was all the way back when I used to go visit my dad or when I was a kid, you know, and um, my dad is absolutely so strict and disciplined that, you know, you would go visit him over a school holiday and all that. And you'd have to get up like really, really your early dad in, the in the military. Exactly. Well, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah of course he was. So, so yeah, something that came from all the way back then um, that has just absolutely never made sense to me as to why it is that you need to get up early in the morning, get your day started and all that. So I am not a morning person. Uh, what about you, Leon? No. <laughs> that's all that's as simple all. as that that's all i can say um i've never ever been a morning person i don't remember ever having a good morning except if it's for um you know when you remember when you were a kid and your parents planned like a really nice getaway and that night before you couldn't sleep and you stayed mm. up until like 12 and then that morning at like 4 a.m they woke you again and you're so tired but you actually woke up straight straight like immediately and you were in the car and ready to go oh, yeah. those were the only good mornings oh, i can yeah. ever remember 
other than that, I've never had a good morning. Um, no, well, I wouldn't say I've never had a good morning. I just don't enjoy mornings. I really enjoy my bed and coziness at that time. That said, I'm a bit of a night owl. I mean, I do enjoy going to bed very late. I think we've touched on this <laughs> in previous episodes. <laughs> um, but the so I don't. I, I feel like sleep is a waste of time. Um, but at the very same time, very hypocritical and, and self-aware that I am hypocritical. I don't enjoy waking up once I go to sleep. Um, I just I just feel so comfy. What, what, what is it for you? What, why, what's so terrible about it? I think it's just that I feel it's sometimes worse than other times, like during wintertime, of course. Like yeah. It's such a struggle getting out of bed. But not just really getting out of bed, but really just understanding that this is a new day and really just like, easing your mind into it and preparing for the day mentally and all those things. And it's, it's such a struggle for me. It's uh, it's not always just the weather. It's sometimes <laughs> yeah. that you just had a late night the night before and you just can't mm. get into that morning just yet. So it's extremely, extremely difficult for me, Leon. But I think, and that's why we want to address this topic here today is because we've made progress since we've identified the fact that we are not morning people. And we've discovered since then a few different tricks and reasons as to why it is important to change that methodology or mm. that or thought process behind that whole morning rituals situation. So today is all about morning rituals, understanding the importance of morning rituals and the role that it plays within your life uh, on a daily basis. So it's, I think it's going to be a really, really cool episode. Yeah, definitely. I, I completely agree. Look, I'm, I'm really on the side of, you know, the more sleep I can get in the morning, the more I can lay in and just cozy up and cuddle with myself the better. I mean, if my wife was our guest on this episode, she'll tell you that I'm a really, really bad wake wakener. Is that a word? Like someone <laughs> that wakes up? I don't think it um, is. I, yeah. don't, I don't think it's a word. I've just coined it. Look, I mean, I can trademark the word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I hate waking up. I really do. And I'm never, ever in a good mood. Um, I, I do pretend because <laughs> there's kids and there's your wife all bubbly and happy. And now you come out like a like someone's ate your dessert and yeah, I just can't, I, I can't live like that. So, I mean, part of what we've done and I think me and you, when we met each other, we, we quickly identified, like, obviously you come to work very early and you can see the one guy, you know, he's immediately going to the kitchen. He just dropped off his bag and he's going to the kitchen. He fetches himself a good coffee, goes outside and just has a bit of a breeze or, or fresh air. And you speak to each other. You can see this guy's also not a morning person, and 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 we got, we got off real well. And you know, since then we've actually dug into a lot of research upon why it is actually maybe a good idea to try and shift that mental state of not being a morning person. And it really is a choice. I mean, it's okay. I don't think it's a, a complete. Um, voluntary choice i think it's maybe a little bit involuntary um because you're you do have that subliminal underlying um emotion of not wanting to wake up and that cuddliness and that warmth and all of that but it is very much a choice listen let me get my ass out of bed get ready and do certain things that's going to make this day great and i must admit and we're going to talk about this in detail today when you do get that right oh my word the day is different if you can get it right, if you follow a few morning routines and you can 
count them off. Give yourself a bit of a pat on the back. I promise you, you will have a better day. And geez, I'm still working at this. I will have five bad days for one good day. But I promise you that one good day will be making up for the five bad days. That's how good it can be. So I think the best place to start is actually when do you go to bed? Because that affects when you're going to wake up. And um, if you if you listen to Tom Bilyeu, for example, he'll say that you shouldn't actually set an alarm to wake up. You should actually go sleep early enough. And after a week or so of training your memory and your brain to go to bed at certain mm. times, fall into REM sleep at certain times, your body will, clock will naturally wake you up at certain times. That's his methodology. I think it's a little bit idealistic. Maybe, uh, apologies, Tom Billy, if you're a fan of the show. I doubt it, though. <laughs> um, but maybe I think it's a little bit harder to follow that kind of strenuous um, exercise. I think, though, that he has a point that you need to get your full seven to nine hours of sleep. Realistically, I would completely agree that you need to go to bed early enough. They mention about seven to nine hours worth of sleep, depending on the person. There are extreme cases. I believe I might be one of them where five to seven hours of sleep could be enough to still have uh, cognitive efficiency levels up. But um, what do you think? What what actually works for you, uh, Martin? Because I know we're completely different in this space. Yeah, I think Tom you might have a point, most definitely. I, I think I do understand where he's coming from because have you ever gone to bed? Maybe it was you know on a Saturday evening or a Sunday evening, usually Sundays, right? Where you start winding down from the weekend, you've gotten your rest, you've gotten some excitement over the weekend and all that, but you know that the next day you have to get back to the office and you need to start working and all that, right? So you go to bed early enough and the next morning sort of, yeah, and I've had this personally before where you wake up just before your alarm actually goes off and it's such a refreshing feeling. So I yeah, do understand. It does happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I understand where he's coming from. I just, yeah, absolutely. As you said, it might be a little bit idealistic as to expect that to happen every single day. I won't try it on a day that you've got a job interview, for Almost example. Or, or a very <laughs> important morning meeting. Yeah, exactly. So, I won't count on it. No, so I do. But I've, there is method. Of course. There is method. No, 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 most definitely. Um, I think where I want to start with this before I go into sort of what works for me and all that is uh, addressing the why. Once again, why is it important mm. to... Mm. To, to focus on morning rituals. Why is it that we brought this topic to you guys here in the audience today? And it's first and foremost, the fact that we've discovered that during the pandemic and all that, well, from my point of view, you you enter this, this random stage of not really knowing what exactly is going on in life and all that. And you start feeling really off and all that. And so what I discovered is that you know, by maybe just taking my mornings a little bit more seriously and starting to mm -hmm. focus on how I start my day, it really just sets the tone uh, a lot lighter, a lot better for that day going forward. So it's really sure. grabbing the day and taking control of it and knowing that you're going to come out of that day a lot more successful and accomplish the things mm. that you wanted to accomplish for that day. So morning rituals to me, I think, Leon, has just always been extremely important especially during the time that we've just entered into this COVID period and all that, getting your mental space right and really just um, starting the sure. day off right, right? So mm. with that being said, I must say that we've just admitted that we're not morning people. 
It's something that has never come naturally to me. It's something that I've always sort of uh, despised of people when they say, yeah, I wake up every morning and I go to gym or I jog or I go and cycle yeah, 15 know, or 20 kilometers. Like that, yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go and cycle or I go and jog or I hit the gym before I come to work. And I'm just like sitting back and I'm thinking, but but how? Like, that's great Shush. for you. I'm, I'm really happy. <laughs> you know, you make me feel like such a crappy person and such a failure in life as a, <laughs> as a human being. But you know what? Like, I, I think yeah. I fully understand that now, especially during COVID, because uh, we had certain mm. morning rituals. We never really classified them as morning rituals. Uh pre-COVID and then, you know, things like basic stuff, like what your usual day, Leon, I think was pretty much mm, wake up, get mm. your kids ready for school, drive them to school, listen to a podcast or an audio blog or listen to uh, an audio book or whatever the case is, head up to work, grab a coffee and then start your day, right? So maybe have a quick sure. social session yeah. with the rest of the guys at the office. And now that was never really classified as a morning ritual, but it was a habit. It was a routine that you had that could sort of get your mm. day or set the tone of your day as to today's going to be a good day. Today's not going to be a good day. If you missed some of those steps, you instantly feel that something's wrong. You know, someone messed with the formula of mm. today and you just don't feel uh, in control of that day, right? So post-COVID, fast forward a couple of weeks later, or maybe months later, or, or a year later, uh, we hit this COVID period, and now we're all working from home. I know that you, Leanne, you mm. struggled, you really, really struggled to adapt to this. I remember you still coming to me and saying that, no, I, I just don't know what this is, but it needs to get over and done with, like, I'm done with working from home and all that. I want to be back as yeah. normal in yeah. the office and all that. And it's a big part of that. You know, as much as we didn't have control over it, we had to sort of try and gain control over our own lives and try and set new uh, routines for ourselves, new morning rituals. So I feel that that is the most Im yeah. the important point to address before we even get into the rest of it as to you know, what are good morning rituals, what are bad morning rituals, is really understanding why we're talking about morning rituals today. Mm. Yeah, look, I completely agree. So COVID has actually turned um, what, what, yeah, let's call it a routine rather than a ritual. I think there's there's two there's two ways that you can classify this. The one is a strong routine, so that's where um, everything works like a clock, and everything works in the same way cyclically and predictably every single day, mm. and that's already already a very good step in the right direction. Uh, morning routine is a lot more intentional. I think that's where you actually build in some fat, so you make some space in the morning for specific things that's completely and utterly selfish. So you actually, for example, uh, we'll get into all of that uh, later on, but you might, I don't know, listen or write down something or listen to a bit or new, uh, read a newspaper or um, do some meditation, do some workout, whatever it is, but it's completely and utterly for you. And we'll explain later in the show of why that is completely and utterly important. But yeah, so it's, it's two different things. And I mean, I had a really good routine. So we would wake up and unfortunately, because I'm not a morning person and I enjoy my sleep, uh, well, I enjoy the sleep once I'm in the bed, um, 
everything was still very rushed. I mean, we were really out the door in the nick of time, get the kids to the school just before they closed the gates and rushed to work. But it was still a really nice routine. I enjoyed it. It felt like there was a bit of intentionality around my day. There was a bit of predictability. I felt in control and all of those things are positive. Um, However, yeah, you're completely right. When COVID came, um, I think none of us knew the the uh, you know the height and the breadth of how bad and how disruptive it would be. So I kind of went with the flow, and within a month or two, I fell into such a bad groove of bad morning habits. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> there was an actual morning where I think I attended the entire day of work from home in my boxer shorts. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even go and brush my teeth, get in a shower, nothing. I just literally woke up yeah. so late. The house is empty. My wife and everyone's already gone. And I'm the only bloke in the room in the house. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm like 10 minutes late for my first Teams meeting. Uh, I think, I think and I just rushed there. up. Exactly. I mean, luckily, it wasn't a video conference. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we all fluke those as well. You mean, you, you, you just wear a really nice shirt and you've got boxes at the bottom. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, so that's the point when I realized, listen, this is not working because now I feel completely and utterly out of control. Mm. My whole day feels like it's turned on its head. Everything feels rushed. I'm completely disoriented and I'm not like that. I'm, not, I'm usually quite a well put together type of person. And it just went so badly against my grain. And I think that's actually the day that I phoned you and I said, listen, what kind of tips are there? And and you actually mentioned something, and I think that was something that helped me even until today. Um, and, and I still follow this, even on the tough days. And it's something that you kind of have to do because it's going to have an imprint on your entire day. Mm. And the only time you have to reset this is during sleep for the next day. Then you can have a rerun. You can't retry your mornings. You mm. have to retry them the next day. So you told me, listen, do the things you used to do. Still get up, mm. get your, uh, get in a shower, shave, get some nice clothes on, be intentional about attending work and still having that discipline, the same disciplines around work. And that really did turn the boat around for me, even though... It was just so easy to stay late in bed and just walk up the stairs and get into the office and start working. I still felt that the payoff for being more intentional, spending that bit of time in the morning on myself and being proud of attending work and still being in a proud kind of outfit while sitting here and performing work, that's kind of what tipped the scales for me into feeling a little bit more in control again. So I, get, I actually thank you for that because I think I would have been in a, in a madhouse by now um, because I don't like disruptive things and I love predictability. I don't like change. We've mentioned this before in previous episodes um, or in a previous episode. What did you actually do? How did you get to kind of curb this problem? Because I think everyone had this initial problem of, you don't know the breadth and the width and the depth of this issue mm. and when it will end. So you, you can't like put a pin on it and say that day I'll start performing well and I'll start doing my own things again and I'll start doing things the right way again. You kind of just took day by day. It just felt like a blur, like a bit of a dream. Mm. Um, what was your approach? Why were you so quick to identify the issue and the rut that we were all getting ourselves into? Well, I think it was a couple of things, to be honest with you. Number one, 
I'm a creature of habit. So <laughs> um, I'm very predictable. It's something True. that you've always pointed out to me is that I'm extremely predictable. It's something that I pride myself in, but sometimes, you know, I feel that it might be one of my biggest weaknesses. Uh, but nonetheless, so I'm a creature of habit and I came into certain habits when I was at the office, when I was going into the office every day pre-COVID. And to be honest with you, Leon, as disciplined as I am, I must admit that the first two days or three days of COVID was exactly the same or of lockdown was exactly the same thing mm. for me as it was for you as well. So I, I didn't just wake up and I didn't just get dressed for work and all that in the first couple of days. So I absolutely, yes, I tried the whole thing of waking up late, you know, two minutes uh, prior to clocking in for work or logging in yep. and getting stuff exactly. done and all of that uh still in your pjs and then you sort of like tell yourself this white little lie of like you know what it's fine you've got the whole day like you'll eventually start still um, novel as well yeah. yeah exactly you'll eventually get to the point where you can go brush your teeth quickly and then come back do a meeting mm. and then quickly go um brush your hair or put on a shirt or something like that and that sure. went on for two or three days and I just, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. It just felt so strange to me. So to answer your question is to how I flipped it around is because number one, I tried out the, the alternative of like taking it easy and all that stuff. But number two, I really realized that we don't know how long this is going to carry on for. Okay, this could carry on for, there were rumors back mm. then that this is going to carry on for a year, for two years. Uh, you get comfortable with working from home. This they is the were new all normal. Right. And all the, <laughs> they were all right, of course. But we didn't know that. I didn't know that for sure. So yeah. I sort of treated it as like, you know, what if I had to get into this new habit, basically break down all my old habits because we've spoken about this before. You know, it takes a, a, a couple of days or a couple of consecutive days of performing an action before you start growing a habit around it. And I didn't want to lose true. the habits that I had before and then get into new mm. bad habits, mm. so-called so bad habits of being at home, not really like, you know, waking up late, not really getting dressed until you know, mid midday or something like that. Having to discard all of those habits then going forward again, if we were to say, you know, we all have to go back to the office next week or the, or mm. the week after. Mm. So that sort of was my motivation behind getting up every morning, getting dressed. That was one of them. The other one was I was never sure if, you know, because in the whole COVID situation, in some of the meetings, people would turn on their cameras and they would expect you to turn on your camera as well. And it, it's sort of yes, like awkward, sure. you know, if you if someone else's camera is on and yours isn't all that. So I wanted to just be prepared for if anybody wants to switch <laughs> on their cameras, I would at least look presentable and not have to tell them, hey, give me five minutes. Let me just quickly go put on a shirt and pants or something like that, right? So it's a combination of things. But really what it came down to is mm. the mental state behind it because I felt that as soon as I stuck to the routine, something that feels familiar to me that it would carry me mm. through this whole pandemic and working from home stuff and all that so i hope that makes sense but that's sort of my th thought process that went behind it as well it it completely does i mean um i think as the midsection for the show we can talk a little bit about the benefits right before we get to the how um and and things that we've tried and stuff that i've tried I've, I've been very experimental i've been open to experimenting with different morning routines and i promise you um it's just 
delightful. It's the only way yeah. I can explain it. If you if you start a morning the right way, if you can get out of bed, that's the only problem. It's just to get out of bed. If you can do that early and you feel fresh, so you didn't go to bed late like I usually do. You went to bed at a good time and you wake up and you're fresh, but you're nice and early and there's a lot of space between you and having to having to have to do stuff it's a delightful time of the Mm. day you can do whatever you want and we'll get into some of those examples later but some of the benefits that i've um, reaped out of this and this is quite obvious stuff guys i mean we're not going to really turn a blank page and, and and teach you anything new but some of the stuff that um that i realize is that it completely has an impact on productivity so if you actually wake up late and you're in a rush and everything starts with that rushed in, uh, intent in your mind and you start actually trying to catch up to the day, your productivity just goes for a ball of flaming poo. Oh, yeah. Most All right, for lack, of, for lack of a better um, explanation. <laughs> yeah. um, this invokes stress. Um, and again, we've got way more than enough of that in our lives at the moment. So everything that you can do to actually prevent stress or to try and circumvent stress is going to be good for you. Stress is actually a killer. It's it's proven. So the more mm-hmm. stress you have, the earlier the earlier you'll die. And <laughs> that's as real as we can get on the show. It's a fact and it's been proven. So stress actually has an impact on that. I think for me, the the biggest thing is starting the day on the right foot and having control. Yeah. I hate starting late, um, then being rushed and then again like i said trying to catch up to the day and then you miss stuff or you forget stuff or you get to work but you forgot your laptop on the desk or you know just losing control of the day because you just had you didn't have that slight extra bit of time to be in control of the day rather than the day controlling you um those are a lot of the benefits that i see from just planning your morning routines a little bit better but apart from just the regular Uh, morning routines of waking up at a reasonable time and having enough space between you and having to have to do stuff. Um, What are good morning rituals? So I'm not talking about routine. I'm not talking about waking up, giving yourself 15 minutes in a nice hot shower, Mm. uh, then spending 10 minutes to get dressed, 10 minutes to get the kids fed, five or well, five hours to get them in the car. Um, Not that. I'm talking about rituals. Let's start getting into... How can we even boost the morning efficacy so that it it's not just um, of getting up early and having a morning routine that's going to benefit on the basic levels of having a good day, but that's going to be so beneficial that you actually want to enjoy good mornings and good morning rituals and having a reason and an intention to wake up early in the mornings. So we're actually going from routines into rituals. Um, what are some of the things that you've tried that's worked? Let's let's go through that maybe. Let's talk about what have you tried, what's worked, what kind of impact does it have? Um, there's a lot of things that I've tried as well. Mm. Um, maybe let's let's start and elaborate a little bit on that. Yeah, absolutely. I think 100% I had to sort of get myself into a lot of morning rituals to benefit my day, benefit uh, my 
daily contribution towards a lot of my goals, but also to really start off my day on the right foot. So just to give you an example, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through some of the morning rituals that I actually did. I'm not saying everybody needs to do this, but just to sort of set a baseline of understanding as to you know, what has worked for me and what has uh, you know, why it is that I actually took that upon and upon myself and put that into my morning rituals is number one exercise, right? So I just admitted that I'm not a morning person. I've never ever seen myself as someone that would wake up. I'm, I, I mean, we just laughed about people that wake up early that go for jogs and you know cycle for 18 miles or whatever before they go to work <laughs> and all of those things right so i'm not a person that Making likes to exercise in the bad. morning yeah but if we're talking about working from home and the freedom that it brings to that morning and that extra hour or two hours that it gives you to a day in the morning before you even get started with the work and the stress and the hustle and all of those type of things right um, exercise absolutely is something that I discovered is something that I could work into my morning rituals uh, as opposed to doing it in the evening as I used to do pre-pandemic, if you want to put it like that, right? And there's a couple of benefits that exercise actually brings to you. And we've spoken about this previously in some of our episodes is just, you know, the science behind and yeah, all of the, the research behind it that just has proven that exercise not only boosts your uh, mental state, your mental well-being, your overall positivity over that day, but also it boosts a lot of your energy levels and stuff for you to better be able yes, to deal with definitely. stress, better be able to handle a lot of stressful situations as well. But for me, the main benefit to that is saying that let me get my exercise out of the way as quick and as early as possible because I've got the time. And when I say early, I don't mean three o'clock or four o'clock or even five o'clock for that matter. I mean that I can wake up at a sort of sort of realistic time or a convenient time for yourself and not really saying that I'm going to set my alarm for 5 a.m. and try and push through and power through because I want to adopt Mm. this new habit of mine of exercising in the morning, right? It's saying that now that we're working from home, we've got a little bit more time because we don't have to get stuck in traffic. We don't have to travel anywhere and all that. We've got our uh, computers set up at home. We can actually work from home. So it gives you a little bit of freedom in that regard as well Mm. so i work in a little bit of personal growth time it could be just a half an hour of reading a half an hour of just listening to a podcast or an hour of listening to a podcast taking some notes and really just reflecting on that as well i think that really just helps you to say that even if you go into this day uh, and you know it's absolutely so stressful the timelines are so strict and you can't get through all of your work that you can reflect back onto that day and say you know what everything else failed but at least that two hours in the morning that I spent on my morning rituals was a success I managed to get some personal growth mm. time in I managed to learn something new and to sort of uh, drive myself towards that goals and that's the pretty much the last part that I want to touch on in terms of some of the 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 rituals that have worked for me is also setting apart maybe you know the last five to ten minutes 
of that morning ritual and saying that, you know, what are my goals that I've set in the past? Maybe if you don't have any goals set up for that quarter or for that year that you want to accomplish, maybe you haven't gotten around to doing your New Year's resolutions, maybe just taking time to either set goals or to, and most importantly, reflect on the goals that you've set in the past. Because so many times in our lives, we want to accomplish Mm. things, we write them down, but we hardly ever go back to them to actually sort of check in with ourselves. Yeah, we, we never take stock of those of those goals. We never sort of identify how far are we tracking with them. So it's a good mm. thing to say that in the mornings, I'm not saying do this every single morning. I don't do it every single morning, but it's most definitely at least worked into my morning rituals once a week to reflect back on my goals to say, all right, in this week, what do I want to achieve that will drive me closer towards my New Year's resolution or that will drive me closer to my goal? And that really just sets a positive note on that day and all that. I don't know, Leanne. So those are some of the examples of the morning rituals that I've sort of adopted uh, within the COVID period and working from home. And I don't know how sustainable some of them will be going out of or coming out of the pandemic going forward once we've all received these mm. great vaccines and everything works and we can go back to a semi-normal you know, life as we knew it back before uh, the, the pandemic. But from your point of view, some of the I'm really interested in understanding or, or hearing from you, uh, what sort of morning rituals did you adopt and which of those have actually worked for you? So I think from my side, I think what I did is I started with um, a book. I actually read the book from um, Robin Sharma, the 5am club. And I started noticing, you know, there's a bit of a trend amongst people that are able to take control of the morning versus people that aren't. Um, and and it has a huge impact. It's got it's almost like um, compound interest. It, it's got a huge impact over time um, upon a lot of things, your destiny, your future, your ability to complete goals, etc. I mean, you just mentioned the value of being able to reflect upon goals in the morning even if you just spend two minutes reflecting on your goals that you set um, and taking stock and figuring out how far you are towards those goals or maybe have do you need to course correct do you need to break it up into smaller bits and pieces so that you can make it more achievable etc um, there's just so much good that comes out of a well-controlled morning and a morning where you are in control if you think about it, you can actually break it into the four pillars. Um, I believe the psyche people and, and so on, you know, um, they refer to it as mind, heart, body and spirit. Um, for me, it's uh, it's basically mental health, emotional health and physical health. Now, if you, for example, like Manu mentioned, if you can include some sort of physical exercise in your morning and 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 I'm the last person to preach about physical exercise <laughs> but if you if you listen if you tuned in on our uh some of our previous episodes you'll know that I've actually embarked on this journey finally at the ripe age of 35 I've decided to do something about that but that's actually given me a lot of fulfillment in the mental emotional and physical health aspects and pillars and it's strange because I I I don't think I've ever had such a fulfilling part in my day as doing exercise. I now completely get it uh, from the people that do have the ability to, uh, you know, form that into their day Mm. or fold it Mm. into their time. Um, It just makes you mentally strong. 
Um, it takes away a lot of emotion, uh, bad, and adds a lot of good emotion. You always feel good afterwards. And again, obviously, it's going to increase your physical health. Uh, that's quite obvious. That's the that's the reward. Um, is that it inevitably it will increase your physical health. One of the other things that's very important to mention is spiritual health. Mm. Um, everyone's got some sort of spiritual, um, let's call it for a, for the lack of a better word. Um, a spiritual need they need some sort of connection with something spiritual and um, I'm the last person to try I thought I would never ever try meditation I remember the first time I saw people meditating on some sort of uh, YouTube video or whatever I thought it was madness and it looked like so strange and I didn't get it it just looked bizarre and I actually tried it. I downloaded a few of the popular apps on my phone and I did what they call guided meditation where they actually tell you what to do. And it was actually very, very good. I can't believe how they are able to look. It doesn't work the first week. Um, you get distracted and thoughts pop up in your yeah. head and you just can't zero in on that moment of nothingness. Um, but you do get a hang of it. You do really get control over those thoughts thought patterns and taking control of your mind and things like that and that in and of itself is extremely powerful being able to control your mind and take control of your emotions and being so situationally emotionally and spiritually aware of everything that's going through your body and I mean the way that they make you kind of zero in on all of those aspects so acutely it's you come out of that almost <laughs> like you were born i don't know how else mm. to explain it it's just really really um incredible what you what you feel like afterwards so just to come to the um the the, the question that you asked as far as morning rituals are concerned i sound idealistic i promise you i'm not mm -hmm. um so everything that i mentioned now those are all good ideas um and i would urge everyone to go and explore all of them and kind of uh, see what works for you. Another thing that worked for me is including reading in my morning. Again, I, I don't find time to read enough anymore. Yeah. And just to set aside half an hour of reading uh, for the day, that that is really nice. It's just you feel like you did it, you know, and you learned something. And uh, that's impactful in itself. Um, the exercising. Now, the nice thing about exercising is you're there on the treadmill or on the machines or whatever for an hour. Take that time. Spend it wisely. I see so many guys just bobbing, weaving around on stupid music. Look, I mean, I'm, I might sound <laughs> like I'm talking down to them now. I do get it. It gives you like energy and whatever. But maybe take that time and get audible or get um, some... Uh, some way of, I don't know, ingesting information or listening to podcast or uh, listening to good YouTube uh, channels or something like that to actually take the time and have dual purpose. You, you're fulfilling yourself physically while doing some uh, spiritual and mental um, exercising as well at the very same time. So I've actually, the, the balance that works for me and, and maybe this will work for you and this is just because of my routine. So how my routine works right now is we wake up in the mornings, we get uh, everyone ready, the kids, everything in good time. And we try not to get that too rushed. Again, we do get it wrong 
I think 50% of the time. So one out of two days could be a bit rushed. The other half is, is decent and the way that we wanted it and planned it. Then I would drop off the kids on the way back, do some exercising, come back to the office, uh, sorry, yeah, to my home office, do some reading and then get into work. And just having that routine combined with some rituals um, just puts me in a very, very strong position mentally for the day, spiritually, emotionally, and physically, you feel good because you just did some exercise. So those are some of the things that I've included. Um, and, and again, I'm doubling up on some of those. Like while I'm driving, I might actually listen to a podcast. While I'm at the gym, I might actually listen to uh, a book on Audible or uh, Blinkist, depending on whether I want to get through it quick or long. Um, but yeah, so... I do double down on some of them where and, and if I can, but I'm, you don't need to be that aggressive. You can start simply by waking up 10 minutes early and then writing down a gratuity list. So mm. a lot of people mm. believe that there's a lot of strength in writing a list of gratuity. So what are the things that you're grateful for and write them down every day. And that kind of puts your mind and your spiritual mind into a point of being um, super happy about just being alive and having what you've got and and you become very acutely aware of the people around you that are less fortunate which puts you in a lot of in so much more humility you're so much more aware of wow i'm really really lucky to have what i have i'm lucky to have my health my kids everything is fine there's so many people especially during these times that are going through such terrible or difficult circumstance so a gratuity list is also a very good way small exercise extra Absolutely. 10 minutes in the day that makes you feel great about uh, just being aware that listen i might think that things are bad but wow there are people that's got it so much worse yeah so those are a few of the things i mean i do like i said those are like three or four things that i try and get done every single day yeah and um I tr the the key and and i believe you will agree with me here man is the key is to do them with enough time i'm not saying way more than enough time mm. but don't rush through it uh, yeah. that just completely detracts from the experience you have to do it with just the right amount of time and that takes about a week or two to figure out absolutely yeah no most definitely and i think it's it's we we have to address the the obvious point here is that because a lot of us are actually working from home still you know it's very simple for us to look at this and say yeah sure we can actually go ahead and start implementing this in our lives as we are living right now you know we we're working from home we've got some extra time in the mornings and all of that stuff so it might be quite realistic mm. for us to look back and say sure now might be a very good time for us to start implementing some morning rituals in our lives but I really want to understand, Leon, is a lot of these things are quite idealistic in the scenario and the situation that we're living in right mm. now. But what do we do going forward? What if we come out of this pandemic and we don't have the time to do this in the mornings? Uh, because now what we're talking about is building brand new habits. And that's sustainable during this sort of work from home experience but going forward if we were to say you know we all have to return back to the office tomorrow or next month uh, is that not going to throw us off a little bit and isn't it going to be difficult for us to sort of carry over our new habits or newfound 
excitement over life and your morning rituals that we've implemented or worked so hard to implement over the last couple of uh, months or going forward from this podcast for those of you that don't have any r- rituals currently implemented you're working hard on that and coming out of the pandemic and saying you know how am i going to keep this and make it sustainable going forward mm. Look, that's a very good point. I think at some stage, we are all going to go back to some sort of normality. I think we all appreciate that that will be different from what it was like in 2019. Um, However, you need to just adapt. So right now, yes, you've got the luxury of coming back home and maybe your um, commute during the morning time is less than it would have been if you had to drive into work. For example, where we live, um, a commute to work is about an hour out of your day, an hour back at night. So you're looking at two hours. So if you just take it into hours wasted in behind a steering wheel, that's perhaps a time that you can then rework into time that you would have used in the morning. So it's all about time management and and finding where you can fit and squeeze those rituals back in. Um, For physical exercise, I mean, that's something that if you enjoy it and you get into it, you'll find time. So whether that means you have to now wake up even earlier or whether it means you need to do it sometime during the late afternoon or evening as you come back from work, I can't really give you the correct recipe there. All I know is that if you do enjoy it and you find it fulfilling, you'll Mm. naturally find a way to fit it into your lifestyle. Um, Because again, it is completely, it does become a lifestyle. If it's work, it's never going to be sustainable. If you find it and you're lucky enough to make it part of your lifestyle, it will be sustainable and you'll make the plan to make it happen. We used to, when we actually went back and forth into work every single day, I think they call it, what's it, rolling university, whatever. That's when you're behind the steering wheel and you've got your smartphone with you. Use it. Mm -hmm. So either sit there and start thinking about your gratuity list. If you're a spiritual person, use that time to communicate with your maker. If you listen to podcasts, you can do it then. If you listen to books, you can do it then. Yes, it's double action you have to kind of multitask and you have to pay attention to the road whilst listening to the words but it's still better than just sitting there and listening to mindless pop music or whatever you're listening to in the on a radio station Mm. um Mm. so i do believe previous life versus now yes i think it's better now you do find more time to be physically alone and sit and be intentional And um, in the old ways, given time, given um, the amount of time that we spend on the roads and having to spend nine to eight eight to nine hours at work, it's harder to implement these things. But still, I think what should happen then is if you think about the amount of sleep you need at night, if you need, um, what was the right amount? I think seven to nine hours, something like that. if you need to do that, just shift that like one hour mm. earlier that you go to bed at night and then you've got that that hour back in the morning. So just adapt that. Um, I mean, why do we put our kids at, to bed at eight? <laughs> it's obviously because that's the ideal. That's, that's what the doctors tell us to put. That's the best time to go to bed because that means you can actually wake up at three, four in the morning and be fresh. It sounds like terrible now if you think about it. I mean, I'll die if I have to wake up at three or four. But that the, you've actually had ideal sleep if you spend from eight till, uh, let's call it four yeah. in the morning. You've got eight hours of sleep. 
um, if I'm if if I'm not mistaken on my math there. But that means if you wake up at four, <laughs> I don't think there's any job. Uh, you know, I'm not talking about the yeah. um, late night workers and so on. But I don't think there's any job that's going to need you at four. So you can actually still then yeah. just move that schedule earlier in the morning. And I promise you, I spoke to you that before this yeah. episode about this. Um, a week ago, I had to actually wake up extremely early to go and uh, meet, uh, meet actually someone very early at, at yeah. my daughter's school. And it was the first time I believe in, I can't even think how long, probably two to three years because it felt like I was in a different planet. But I actually left home at like five-ish in the morning and it, it just was such a surreal, such an incredible time of the day. And that's why Robin Sharma uh, wrote the book, The 5am Club. It's that weird time of day where there's almost nothing going on. Um, it's just beautiful outside. It's extremely fresh and like ice cold, but fresh and not like not a bad cold. And there's hardly anyone on the road. Everything feels clean. And there's just like this birth. It feels like a new day got mm. birth or, or, or was given birth to. And, um, those, that, those times of the morning, I think is, is something that if you can take, uh, harness of that time and the energy that just purely comes out of that time where your kids are still in bed, your wife might still be asleep, everyone's still down and out and you are doing something intentional to make your the rest of your day wonderful, um, it will pay off so greatly that you naturally want to do it. It doesn't, mm. it, it shouldn't be a chore, <laughs> it shouldn't be a job or work to do that it needs to be so rewarding that you naturally fall into a groove and a habit of changing it into uh, something that you regularly yeah do. absolutely i think if getting up early has a lot of benefits to it but it's making sure that you find a good balance it's not you're cutting out hours of your traditional sleep patterns that you've uh, now become accustomed to and all that but it's really saying how can you mm. it's it's time management it's exactly what you said it's looking at how you manage your yes. time in the mornings to better spend them on positivity and really taking time for yourself out of your busy schedule to focus on your mental well-being before going into that day specifically so I think one of the the tips that I would want to give is, you know, and this is something that I came across a couple of uh, weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago, I read it somewhere. It's plan your day before someone else plans it for you. And it's so, so, so true. Mm, when you think about mm. that, right, if you don't take time in the morning to sit down and to actually plan your day and to set the tone for your day, someone else is going to do that for you. You're going to receive a call or you're going to receive an email uh, or you're going to sit in a meeting. Someone's going to tell you something and that's going to set the tone for the rest of the day. You're going to feel upset. You're going to feel stressed out. And if you don't take time in the morning to sit down and say, you know what, today is going to be a good day. I'm grateful for everything that I have. I'm grateful for the health that I have. I'm grateful for the money that I receive on a monthly basis uh, from my day job or on a weekly basis if you get paid weekly. Uh, I'm grateful for every single thing that I have in my life. And this should be a good day. I'm grateful for the sun that's mm. out. Uh, it, it sounds really silly, but 
for me, that's something that's that's really, really close to me is that I'm really grateful if the sun is out, if it's not a rainy or a miserable day, because instantly my mood just lightens up. I'm not a guy that could survive in a place like the UK or something where uh, it appears that it's always just overcast and rainy, right? So, so for me, it's really, really important being grateful and planning your day accordingly. Um, sure. and, and not just you know, mentally, but but you're actually in terms of tasks that you want to achieve for that day as well. So I read somewhere that they said that in the morning, one, one really, really good morning ritual, that it's, it's actually something that I still need to go and, and try out myself. Uh, but I can absolutely understand the point of it. Maybe I do it to some extent, but I just don't do it the right way is write down three things and only keep it to three things that you want to accomplish that day. Uh, whether it is in your work mm. tasks or personal tasks and all that three things that would that would make you call that day a success at the end of the day looking back so even if you don't achieve all of the things mm. on your whole checklist of items that i do usually you know i go and i write down a whole list of things that would mean as you know this was a successful day in some days i actually do accomplish it most days i don't and i have to carry a lot of those checklist items over to the next day and it absolutely just burdens you getting into bed that night and looking back and saying that oh, i didn't check every single thing off of my list so maybe writing down three things that would make that day a successful day and then you're taking the mm. time and planning your day that's that's my real life tip Leanne I don't know any any real life tips that you want to wrap it up with or maybe summarizing you're pinpointing some yeah. of the important ones that you've mentioned already yeah I've just got I've, I've got two I actually forgot about one um, that I'm going to steal from Tom Bilyeu and then I've got another one so the 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 first one from myself is that we need to learn not to be too hard on ourselves um these habits um they have to be habits because they're not easy if they were just instinct we would have done them already so set yourself reasonable goals and start small and work your way up into something that's comfortable and start with something that you actually enjoy in the morning so don't start with a hundred push-ups when you can only do 10 <laughs> or like me don't start with 10 if you can only do one um you know start small make it <laughs> make it realistic and then um you know don't be hard on yourself if you miss out the first week on two days and stuff like that you're a human you're gonna go you're gonna get there um that's the first thing secondly um tom's got this thing where he says get Get up in ten minutes or ten minutes or less. Oh yes, um, that really does work for me because yeah. I'm a snoozer, and I, I I think we've just hit a bell there on a lot of people. Oh, I think yes. look, I can snooze the day away. I think me um, too. I don't I even still know do on my phone. I still do that to this day. I know, so and I it doesn't. It doesn't. Do it seems as if that. It seems as if the snoozers aren't the same length anymore. <laughs> like they used to be just 10 minutes now they i think they start on seven and they end on 12 or i don't know what happens but i just lose and eventually i'm late yeah. and then again the rush happens and everything <laughs> just falls apart yep. after that mm -hmm. so tom actually says you know get up in 10 minutes or less so that means one snooze keep it to one snooze wake up on your first alarm while well, he says he doesn't use an alarm i i, I, <laughs> I don't want you to go that far um set up your wake up alarm do one snooze get your ass out of bed if you can do that the rest will just follow because if you do that early enough and you went early to bed 
um, obviously you'll get up quite fresh. Get yourself a nice coffee, go sit somewhere quiet and start with your morning rituals. Um, those, that's just how it works. And, and that is what's made it exciting for me is because you always come out of that morning ritual feeling so empowered and accomplished and proud of yourself that it becomes something that you want to do. Once it's yeah. something that you want to do, you'll naturally just do it. Um, so that, yeah, those, that's the tip for me is just get out of bed. Don't. Yeah sit there and lie that's my biggest problem if i can just if i could just get over that and that's why the 10 minutes or less thing worked for me if i don't snooze i can get up early yeah yeah but then again yeah you have to also go to bed earlier uh but anyways those are the tips from my side i think that will that will get you far down yeah the that's that's actually so so powerful Leanne, because it, it reminds me of something else that i actually want to add on top of that is just just do it right so it, it takes some time actually building these habits and all of those things right and in the beginning it's extremely difficult i remember when i had to get into the whole routine of uh well first and foremost not being a, a morning person having to get into this routine of exercising every single morning just do it wake up and tell yourself don't even give yourself time to think about am i gonna skip gym mm. this morning or am i just gonna you rather just read a book or something like that don't think write down what your morning rituals will be all right decide on what you want to accomplish mm -hmm. for that day and then it's going to take some it's going to be trial and error right so some of them will work out some days some other days they they won't really make a difference and all those things so it's really going to take some time for you to find your mix of what is your perfect morning ritual that really works that really hypes mm -hmm. you up for that mm -hmm. day that really um, puts a positive spin in the morning and that puts a positive note on that entire day but the point is write them down and then commit to them. Wake up in the morning. You know, as Leon said, if if you're gonna try this out, you know, wake up within 10 minutes and then instantly put on your gym clothes. Don't even think about it. Just do it. Just go into it. If you, the first thing you want to do is not exercise, if the first thing you, you want to do is to uh, you know, pick up a book or uh, listen to a podcast, make it as simple and as easy as possible for you to actually get into that. To without thinking, start actioning that specific mm. morning ritual right so create a shortcut to your podcast app to instantly wake up and start playing the podcast maybe hook it up to your speaker or to your wireless speaker uh, the night before or something like that would just make it a lot easier if you want to exercise put your gym clothes out trust me a simple simple task like that putting your gym clothes out so that you don't have to open up your cupboard uh, or closet and then try and figure out what you're going to wear to gym it really really helps do so, what i do just go sleep in your gym clothes <laughs> exactly that can work as well <laughs> so yeah absolutely Leanne. i think it's been such a great episode tonight focusing on the importance of morning rituals why it's important to actually start adopting them but also why it has worked for a number of other people out there and how it's worked for us and the reasoning behind that being the most important as well. Some really cool tips that you've shared with us that uh, you know, you've read in the 5am club. I'm really, really amped on trying some of them out. 
the whole morning clock without setting an alarm thing won't work for me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's something that I can try and get myself into, <laughs> but I'm going to oversleep and I will miss no. some of my meetings. So some of them, I'll most definitely give it a shot. So ladies and gentlemen, I thank you so much once again for joining us all the way through to the 15th episode. And I really hope that this has been informative. I really hope that this has been inspirational or motivational. And I really hope to see you guys again in the next episode. That is it from myself, Mono. You were joined by Leon. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. You're listening all the way until the end. Yeah, we're going to be back next week with some more information and more real life tips. Thank you very much. Stay well and we'll see you on the flip side. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining this episode. We really hope that it inspires and motivates you. By the way, we're giving away a free 5-step personal budget template that will help you take control of your financial goals. So just head over to rltstudios.com, sign up for our newsletter and we will get that right over to you. So head over to rltstudios.com and we will see you in the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.